0: Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Fire Podcast. I'm Phoenix.
1: I'm Kairos.
0: And this is episode 47?
1: Man, you're good.
0: Man, my yeah. memory's coming back. It kind of faded after the uh, long COVID that I had. <laughs> Just kidding. I uh, think my, <laughs> me- my
1: memory has been permanently holed.
0: <laughs> is there a way back Machine for that, or...?
1: Yeah, maybe there is. I should look. Yeah. Uh, if I could just remember to do that.
0: It's called the Akashic Records. Maybe you've heard of it.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I hope uh, my friend Lupo doesn't listen to this
0: podcast. <laughs> Does he hate the Akashic he, Records? He's terrified of the Akashic <laughs> Records. <laughs> Lupo, turn this off right now because we're <laughs> going deep into the Akashic Records oh, today man. and only today on the Cosmic Fire podcast. Just kidding. No, I I don't even know how to do that.
1: You know, a bunch of our listeners are probably going to be really bummed now. Because they're like, (laughs) oh yeah, they're finally talking about something I can use.
0: You know, I feel like I don't even really know what the Akashic Records are.
1: I've gone there. Yeah? Yeah. And had some pretty remarkable results. Cool. Like, you know, so the Akashic Records are supposedly... Um, send us an email if I'm totally wrong about this, but, um, they're the, they're like, uh, a library basically of everything that's ever been thought, done, felt, experienced, you know, kind of all potential lifetime stuff like that. So I've gone there, you know, I've had people take me there, which I never really felt. Um, I don't know. It felt like there's some of the information was accurate. Sometimes it was helpful. But I guess it's like practitioners of anything, you know? It's like there are people who are really, really good at it. Yeah. And then there are people who are just kind of hacking their way through, doing their best. But I've gone there with some clients when it came up kind of unexpectedly. And, you know, it's just like I'd studied enough about it to be like, okay, well, let's go there. And we went and really interesting information that I couldn't have known about was revealed. So I think it's a real thing.
0: Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, because as far as I understand it, when you go to read the Akashic Records, it's like any kind of journey process, right? Where you you have a set destination in mind and you go there in the inner world, right? You With a specific intention of, you know, where you want to go in the library, what you want to learn about, and then Get the information. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense that something that people have, you know, it's like a, a thought form or a thought entity that people have put energy into. So, of course, it would be a thing that you could go to, right?
1: Yeah, and it makes sense that in an, in a universe that, or a reality that is created, you know, from vibrations, from frequency, And seems to be encoded in, what does her friend Santos say? I don't know. Uh, Words and numbers. uh, Everything's made out of words and letters or letters and numbers, Mm, something mm. like that. But, you know, everything's information on one level. And so it would make sense that there's a library or a way of accessing that information. I just feel like with all of that stuff, you know, there's a reason why fortune telling and divination was Well, there are multiple reasons, presumably, but we're so forbidden in, you know, Christianity and I think in probably some of the other like Islam, things like that, which is that there are a lot of um, beings in the astral realm, you know, in the other realms that want to give you information and want to, it's like a, a limited hangout, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to feed you some information that seems relevant, but we're going to throw all this other stuff in there. And so I feel like to use the Akashic Records well is like being able to use the tarot well or use astrology well. It's like, you know, you have to have a lot of um, training. You have to be really grounded. You have to have a lot of um, integrity. And you can't be attached. You, You know, if you're emotionally attached to like, oh, I really need to get this information And that's, you know, that's a place where the parasites can hook in.
0: Yeah. 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 And it seems like there's like a tit for tat thing that starts going on with those people. And (laughs) I do use the word people loosely. But, you know, like these entities that are like, all right, I'll give you some of those information. What are you going to do for me? You know, they're going to maybe demand some kind of energy attention. Or something totally, in exchange,
1: yeah. right? Yeah,
0: that or always ship. reminds me of uh,
1: <laughs> that always reminds me of the Dennis Miller um, when he was the Saturday Night Live newscaster when they had that news segment, you know, back in the old days.
0: Oh, the Saturday com- Night Live news yeah. anchor? Yeah, when yeah, when Dennis
1: Miller was the I think they anchor. still do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, man, that must be just horrifying.
0: That's yeah, good. I mean, they just, yeah, I I think it's like all of those things, it, it, like maybe was funny a long time ago, and then they just keep doing it. And I'm sure it's funny every once in a while, like once a year or something. Maybe. Yeah,
1: but there's this Dennis Miller one where he was reading a headline about somebody had proposed a tit-for-tat trade on something. <laughs> And he's like, you know, which just, you have to ask the question, you know, what is tat? Where do I get it? And how can I trade it for the first one? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, super dumb joke, but.
0: Yeah. Well, it's probably dumber now than ever before. Yeah. It just, yeah. (laughs) It seems like with each year, like the dumbing down of the general population accelerates. Maybe I, I could be wrong. I would but... say
1: with each week, maybe. <laughs> I mean it's it seems to be speeding up. <laughs> Man.
0: Well, I certainly feel like it's speeding up for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: me too. Yeah, me too.
0: Now that most of my mental capacity's been memory hold.
1: Man. Yeah. Um it's been crazy. Well we were gonna what's act one is we're gonna look back at act the Act
0: one is the year in review. Yeah because we have to do that we're contractually obligated to talk about yeah, man, the year I mean, in review
1: you can't have any kind of like media thing without getting <laughs> to the end of the year and being like what did we learn or what did we do with this what did we find out
0: yeah and then
1: and also like singing christmas songs you got to do that too oh yeah for sure oh man Macwell just blasted one in i'm not even gonna go there <laughs> Make your mind a total blank,
0: please.
1: <laughs> just do this for me.
0: Man, Mackwell got in there on the last one, last episode, too. I think it was, he got in there with a Christmas, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe so, I'm
1: subconsciously <laughs> tapping into the McCashick records. Oh!
0: oh man.
1: <laughs> but um, this feeds into, so Act 1, you're in review. Yeah. Act 2?
0: Act 2 will be the debut Of our new advice column. Man. And I think we're allowed to have a column, even if we don't have a paper. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) No, no. You're
1: you're right in my book. You're right in my eyes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, or we could call it advice corner, but that sounds kind of... uh, punitive or something
1: I like go to the advice corner yeah i like it you know you get we corner someone and just badger pepper them with advice and uh, ideally like strap them to a chair have some strobing lights and like a giant you know smart tv screen blasting them with deep state hypnosis (laughs) Woo!
0: all right sign me up
1: all right so yeah okay so you're in review
0: Let's Ooh. just jump into Act One. Okay. Uh, take it away. Twenty twenty two, the year that was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a year it was! Nobody remembered it.
0: <laughs> Nobody remember. They want to. Nobody
1: remembered it finally. <laughs> and most people didn't even remember it. Um man okay so we started the year but we um i'm, I'm assuming speaking in the <laughs> royal we here but i think you kind of signed off on it i did yeah talking about 2022 was going to be the year of divergent realities
0: mm, mm-hmm.
1: and um our thesis my thesis was that you know there's going to be a real marked um divergence of people's realities and that some people were going to wake up, kind of see what's going on, see, start seeing through the psyops, start trying to find their way back to. <laughs> that guy definitely <laughs> is not going to make it. Oh, that's our neighbor, Winston. <laughs> Man, do you want to jump in about Winston or should we just leave it alone? Let's just leave it. Okay. So, some people are going to keep waking up, kind of, you know, use the all of the craziness of the last couple, three years of the, you know, scandemic and all that stuff. And use it as a catalyst for coming back to, our, to, to themselves. And some people were going to go, just keep going. And yeah. I think we've really seen that, you know, I mean, it's like the, you know, towards the beginning of the year, it's like, oh, well, um, it turns out, you know, we the experts just might have made some small mistakes about, you know, how dangerous COVID was. And we might not have had all the data. Well, we had all the data, but, you know, it would have taken a real team of absolute genius scientists to understand the data correctly, that the vaccines really can kill people and cause injury and, you know, that they're dangerous. And maybe we shouldn't just be jabbing them into every the arm of every man, woman and children and them you know, um, people who don't identify as men, women, children. I mean, I even saw something about some lions in a zoo in Africa or a nature preserve that had just died or something, you know. They're like jabbing animals. Come on, man. I mean, it's so crazy, right? But so there's this whole thing that came out, which was not a mea culpa at all. You know, they did nothing wrong. They just were blinded by the science and, um, you know, couldn't understand how, like... They had just, you know, well, they didn't really care, right? I mean, it's just this standard kind of media circus thing. So after that, right, what happens? Everybody gets, you know, turned on to Ukraine is the new COVID, right? And everybody's like, we got to support these neo-Nazis who are literally, as C.J. Hopkins, one of my favorite uh, writers, totally advise you to check out his stuff on Substack uh, or Consent Factory, his account on Twitter, but... You know, as he points out and shows lots of evidence of, these are literal Sighiling, you know, singing the praises of people like Adolf Eichmann on Ukrainian television, Nazis. And, you know, so we've got all these people with the Ukraine flag on their social media, and it's all about Ukraine, bro. You know, so then that's kind of fading now, and now we get the whole um Elon Musk Twitter thing going on, you know, and it's like, The people who are actually real people, which I don't know how many of these people are, but who are still totally bought into COVID is dangerous and still going to kill me and there's another wave coming and we got to mask up and we got to get shoot-ups with some more boosters and also Ukraine Nazis are good, but um, Trump is the real Nazi and blah, 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 all the political stuff. And then on the other side, you know, you got the other side, the far, you know, far right. I hate saying far right because that's a code word for like somebody who's about to blow up a building, you know, and kill a bunch of people. Um, but the, you know, the right wing nuts, the and the the hardcore preppers and stuff, you know, they're all dug in about whatever, and and you know, just stockpiling more stuff because we're gonna, blah blah blah. So I feel like there's a lot of people that aren't going to make it back and that to me that is one trend that did really come true in 2022 is that there's this sort of unveiling of who the npcs the non-player characters are and that'd be maybe we could talk about that gnostic idea about that too because i think some of them are not literal npcs they are um, people that have a soul or had a soul but for whatever reason are not going to make the turn you know and are kind of gonna to have to spend a few more a few hundred lifetimes or a few more lifetimes just figuring it out but so I, f- I feel like that definitely has been a defining feature of this year and it leaves us you know with some interesting I mean I think you and I have come to some interesting conclusions that I'm gonna stop um, beating around the bush and just hand over the mic to you. <laughs>
0: what wow (laughs) okay where do i go from here okay so um what i was seeing on all of that is it basically boils down to there's the whole collective control system mechanism that has a psyop for everyone Right. And, and some folks are in that zone. They're plugged into the matrix. They're part of that collective. They're, they're doing that thing of going to war with the other side, you know, because there's always this. If you don't know what the Hegelian (laughs) dialectic is, go check it out. Um, But, you know, there's this divide and conquer kind of strategy that worked very well back in the Roman times. And if it still works, why fix it? Why, you know, just keep rolling out the same ploys and strategies and psyops. And so this has been going on forever. And it still is working on enough people And those folks are, (laughs) to quote our our, uh, other dad, (laughs) who we hope will adopt us, uh, Dr. Bear. um, What was he saying? Oh, you're a drag on the rest of us. But are they really a drag on the rest of us? Are they really, are those folks who are totally bought into the PSYOP du jour of like, team A or team B or team C. They're like, oh no, I'm an individual. I'm on team C. I'm a, I'm doing this fringe psyop that's been created by the matrix system. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, good on you. Um, but are they really a drag on the rest of us? I would say no, because if you're a real spiritual alchemist, then you're going to take the Uh, road less traveled or whatever you want to call it, you're going to unplug and do your own damn thing. You know, you're like, well, uh, if you're like us, you're like, well, it's really lonely out there, but I'd rather go out there on the frontier and follow my heart and take a chance and maybe lose everything. But I can't just play this stupid fucking game anymore. And that's kind of how I see this whole diverging realities. It's like some people are choosing to be part of the game that doesn't end well for anyone and then other folks are like man fuck that game i want to make my own game and play by my own rules
1: yeah yeah um should we go take a quick break and then come back and talk about uh which one of those choices we might make
0: Cosmic Fire, and I just want to take this opportunity to thank you so much for tuning in with us today. I wanted to let you know, in case you missed it, that we made a video for one of the tracks on Kairos' album, Oric Fields. So I'm sure you've heard us talking about it. We love Oric Fields. This music is so healing and you can just put it on in the background go to our cosmic fire youtube channel and just play that track from auric fields in the background it's going to clean up your vibes it's going to clean up your space it's going to strengthen your aura it's going to feel really good and you can thank us by leaving a comment on youtube for us
1: Yeah, it's also really psychedelic. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, uh, Phoenix found these lavender flower fields of lavender flower kind of videos, and we put them together with the music, and it's just you start watching it, man. I, I mean, I start tripping.
0: Yeah, it's I be really tripping, sweet. man.
1: One thing I want to just say out loud that as we're kind of thinking about the year that was is. I feel like it's taken me most of this year to process through all of the just feelings and the shitstorm and the, you know some I mean some of uh, the the whole scamdemic period was new trauma it was traumatizing you know but as we've said many times before there's something about that energy that felt Like it activated everybody who was paying attention. It activated our deepest trauma in a really kind of individual way, which, and that's something I've been seeing on a lot of stuff lately, is this paradox that there's so much toxicity in the world. There's so much poisoning and bludgeoning and bullying and gaslighting going on, you know, and and, um, not just on an intellectual media level, but on a frequency warfare level on physical levels, on economic levels. And yet every time we get blasted by something that feels like, oh, that's horrible, that's bad. Like I I got, in quotes, sick this past week, and I just woke up one day, and it was very similar to the thing that we both experienced last winter where I woke up, um, every joint in my body is aching. I feel like just totally blasted. And this time it wasn't... You know, it wasn't anything respiratory. It was like intestinal. But, I mean, I was just in a bad way for a few days. And, you know, I felt sorry for myself. I felt like, hey, this isn't fair. You know, it's like. And I definitely felt like I was getting poisoned. You know, because they've been spraying a lot again. And you, we can actually. We've started to hear when these frequency pulses change. You know, and you can feel like. the you, You've been really feeling the pressure shift when that happens.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But that, that being a good example for me of, okay, that really sucks. I don't want to lose a week of my life laying in bed and sitting on the toilet, you know? And also, it was an opportunity to let go of some trauma that came from me being a baby and some even prenatal that I can't really access mentally, you know? Yeah. And so it's in the body and yeah. it all had to come out. And so is this huge purge, right? And I feel like there's so many things that we've experienced in the last three years that are of that flavor where it's paradoxical because on the one hand, yeah, this is really bad. This really sucks. And on the other hand, if we tune into it's like a built in kind of um, fail safe in a way, you know, or built in like thing for those of us who have enough consciousness to grasp it or are willing to reach for that consciousness that, hey, I can use this. Yeah. You know, and come back stronger than before. So that's one way I'm looking at things going into the next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, spiritual alchemy is really where it's at. And I feel like that perspective is really helpful. Like we got to get we got to get our heads in the game, but we have to have the mindset that is actually going to help us. So if we go to a place of like um either Getting upset at ourselves or shame spiraling, shame spiraling because oh, I didn't eat good enough, or there's something wrong with me, or I didn't take good enough care of myself, and so I'm bad because I got sick, or um, or we're like. No, it's their fault for poisoning me. They, ma- they made me sick. Now I'm a victim. It's like, either way, that's not really that helpful. I'm not saying to give a pass to abusive, <laughs> toxic situations or people. Like, yes, let's hold them accountable and uh, don't let them gaslight us. But also, how can we take that information And what we know to be true and create some kind of mindset that's going to benefit us. And so I think that thing of, okay, you know, uh, yeah, my body is detoxing some shit. So there's some physical level stuff that's being purged out. And because of this, um, you know, being kind of laid low, I'm having an opportunity to work through some of this old trauma that's coming up too. Great. So that's something that is empowering, like, like, wow, I'm going to take this shitty situation and turn it into alchemical gold. And I'm going to see that my body is actually doing something correct instead of something wrong. Like, wow, isn't my body amazing? I've been getting poisoned all year. And then in two or three days, my body can just clear it all isn't that fucking rad? Like yeah, that's a mindset yeah. that's actually going to help us clear all this stuff a lot faster and a lot more gracefully. Like these sweet little bodies, they're always doing their best and they're just, <laughs> they're just getting hammered with all this judgment all the time. And they're still just trucking along being good little animal companions.
1: <laughs> Man. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I they're mean, so it, good, and it's so tempting to go into that place of self-blame. You know, where well, yeah. I mean, I look back at so many times in—I mean, through pretty much my whole adult life, where I'm like, "Well, if I hadn't been smoking in my 20s, if I hadn't been drinking, if I hadn't been eating so many potato chips, if I hadn't been whatever, uh, there's always something. Then yeah. I wouldn't be." you know, experiencing these symptoms or feeling this way or whatever. And then when you look back, it's like, well, if I hadn't been jabbed up with a bunch of aluminum right when I was born, multiple times, (laughs) right? If, you know, it's like if I hadn't been poisoned my whole life, then probably, I mean, if, you know, for me personally, it was like, wow, there were 18 states with vaccine lotteries and I only went to 17 of them and got jabbed. You know, because that 18th one just, it was like out west and I just was like, man, I I don't want to drive out there and get another jab. I haven't won any of these yet. But if I had just gotten that 18th jab.
0: You would have gotten a Ford F-150, I'm sure, right?
1: Well, yeah, not only that, but I wouldn't have gotten sick. You know, it's like I would have had symptoms, but they would have been mild. (laughs) And I would have been sheltering in place and wearing my mask and everything would have been fine. And so I feel like, you know, kind of had to work through letting myself down by not just going all the way for public health you know but, um, but at
0: least you got a sticker yeah for voting
1: <laughs> i voted <laughs> yeah but i mean epstein got a sticker come on who cares
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was one of my favorite memes around the election come last month uh, <laughs> oh lordy
0: well um what else about the year in review what else have we learned this year
1: well, I you know, one thing I want to give us both props on is we kept making stuff. We made yeah. a lot of cool stuff. And, um, you know, so I'm going to leave that there because I'm feeling a little bit lightheaded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: I actually just got up off my deathbed to do this podcast. <laughs> so um, this will be my last goodbye for this year.
0: This episode of Cosmic Fire brought to you by Pepto-Bismol.
1: Oh, that's true, man. <laughs> Dude, those old school uh, over-the-counters pharmaceuticals, yeah. man. I mean, yeah, I'm not a fan of pharmaceuticals, but sometimes that stuff can kind of get you through a pinch there.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's kind of in a gray zone, though. It's not like... Super pharma out, but it's also not like super homeopathic old school style. It's like kind of in between, but a lot of those things are based on, you know, just a, something that's isolated out of uh, plant medicine anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or a mineral or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Bismuth.
1: Bismuth. What yeah. is bismuth? I don't know.
0: I think it's some kind of mineral, right? It's probably like chalk or something, right? Yeah, I think, right? It is, I think yeah. you literally just. Eat some chalk. It's and... pink
1: chalk. Yeah. <laughs> At least you can take it in a, in a pill form. Yeah. Cause drinking that stuff, I remember oh, drinking that stuff when I was a kid no. and I already was like, felt like I was going to puke. And uh, then it was like, Ooh. dude, yeah.
0: Um, well on that note, um, should we go into act two or is it's it... time for, okay. Act 2 yeah. let's do act two. Okay. Uh, so thank you. 2022. Nice knowing you. Yep. It's been real. Yep. Uh don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> yeah, for
1: real. Yeah, I'm gonna need a little time, to, just to kinda be be alone and just you know, kinda um get in touch with myself twenty twenty two. But um
0: It's not you though. It's not you, it's, it's me. me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually it's totally you. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Well, you know, I like 2022 because that was the year I realized that I was pretending to care about shit that I didn't really care about. Oh, yeah. That was a genius breakthrough.
1: That really was. And you asked that question on one of the
0: It was something that came through on a pod, and I was like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, what was it? What are the thing? What do you pretend to care about that you don't really care about?
0: Yeah, and what, what do you c- pretend not to care about that you do care about? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I like, right.
1: I like it when you ask questions.
0: Yeah, well, I don't have any. Oh, wait, I do have a question. It's not mine, really, but I have a question that I can ask on well, air. But okay, we'll have so to we, do that in part two.
1: I thought this was part two. Oh,
0: we're in part two. Yeah, now. this All is right, Act Two. Let's right go. now. <laughs> oh yes, Act Two. Clock's
1: ticking, baby. All right, so 2022 I, is winding down, man.
0: <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we gotta we gotta crank this out before the ball drops.
1: <laughs> We're going to the darkest <laughs> night of the year, or the what was it? What, what did your friend Sedona say on her? Uh,
0: Oh, I don't remember. When the,
1: it was even better than me saying the day when the sun is the least. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something about the darkest day of the year, but I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Don't try to distract me from this very important moment. Okay. When I reveal the essence of act two. Okay. To our listeners who I'm sure have baited breath. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? Baited. I mean in that sense. I know what it means, but like where where what's the etymology on that?
1: I don't know, but a lot of those things are really interesting.
0: Yeah. Like getting
1: your goat it's probably an astrological thing. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I remember Carol and Casey talking about getting your goat being a specifically Saturn reference. Like mm. somebody's asserted their authority over you.
0: Oh. And you're
1: mad about it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well I'll have to check that out.
1: As my as my dear deceased dad would say I tell you son if it smells like fish eat it (laughs) that's a that's when you you end up with some baited breath but uh, (laughs) wow did I just go there you know on live television
0: wow I I mean I The listeners can probably feel me blushing.
1: (laughs) Smash that like button, y'all. If y'all like my off-color jokes, just uh, smash that like button. Yeah. Smash it. My dad actually said that to me.
0: Dude, what the fuck? Yeah.
1: Although, to be fair, the first time I ever heard that was when I was working as a newspaper reporter um, for a newspaper in suburban um, Virginia outside of Washington, D.C., And it was the tagline for a restaurant that had an all-you-can-eat seafood buffet. (laughs) And I don't know if I even understood the connotation at the time. I was like 19 or 20 or something, you know. I was like, I think I was 21. I got my first job, you know, real job as a journalist. And I was just like, and I was like, I think I asked my editor, (laughs) Steve. Steve, if you're listening, man, you got to send me an email. Let her text me and let me know what's up. But I'm like, dude, what does this even mean? And he told me, and I'm like, that's just wrong. Who would want to eat at that restaurant? I'll tell you one person, Roger Jarman, if they had hush puppies there. I tell you, miss, uh, my Crohn's has been acting up something fierce. Huh? Let me get a couple plates of those hush puppies. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's send my dad back to where, where
0: wherever he is. And, and take it away. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay,
1: so we got a new feature that yeah. we want to incorporate into our, into the pods.
0: It's an advice column, yeah, aka it's, corner.
1: It's sponsored by Richard Seafood Buffet in Reston, Virginia, <laughs> um, <laughs> this week. But we're going to get a new sponsor. Um, yeah, actually Del Grangos. Sponsored by Del Grangos uh,
0: <laughs> <Dumpster> <laughs> Seafood Shrimp.
1: Yeah.
0: Tangy dumpster Mm, shrimp. Tangy. (laughs) All right. So the origin story of the advice corner is that one of our listeners said, hey, you guys should do an advice column. And I was like, wow. Or take questions and give advice. I was like, wow, that's an awesome idea. And so you know how things work in this realm. Like once you start putting the intention, you know, two or more are gathered and get on board. Two or three two or three <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right okay anyone who remembers the bible verse as being two or more go look it up now two or more are gathered in my name go look it up and yeah. see what see what it says
1: now. <laughs> jealous, jealous totally changed that shit jealous, it's changed two or three. jealous yeah. did a rewrite
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't have too many people gathered right
1: Oh, that's what's that going weird? on. Yeah. Well,
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's just yeah. very, very strange. Anyway, so, you know, we start to activate these thought forms, like the Akashic Records, with our energy, and then it, like, starts to become a real thing, right? And yeah. and the field of creation starts responding to that. And then, lo and behold, we get somebody who writes in with an advice question. So, we have we have a listener letter that we can read on air and we'll just see what happens
1: all right Anne landers take it away
0: (laughs) yeah i was like i was trying to think of like another advice person i was gonna say well i'm more of an irma bombeck but she wasn't an advice person she she? wasn't i don't know i think she was more of like a uh humor columnist. humor columnist yeah. yeah I remember reading one of her books when I was a child, and it was called "The Grass Is Always Greener Over the Septic Tank." <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, really? Because it turns out that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> noticed that in our yard, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah we have a septic field, and grass is definitely greener wow. over the septic field.
1: Wasn't Dan Savage an advice columnist?
0: Yes, Savage, Savage, Savage love? love. Yeah, yes. in the old city paper. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, that that got syndicated, so it ended yeah. up in a lot of alternative weeklies. Yeah. And uh yeah, so in in the um what is it called? Spirits. In the Spirits of the Savage, we now present our very first
1: Cosmic Fire <laughs> advice column corner. <laughs> Hey, if you got another, <laughs> if you got a better name for this, um, shoot us an email. Yeah. Ask us a question that we can read on air and we will enter you in the raffle for our new 2023 um, offering, Pope on a Rope. <laughs> it's a uh, like collectible soaps of all of the popes in history with trading cards. Yeah. That list their greatest accomplishments. <laughs>
0: I can't wait.
1: Catholics need not apply.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Ropes sold separately. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here we go. Dear Phoenix and Kairos, I'm so grateful for your podcast. You always have great insights and make me laugh. I'm wondering if you could help me out with some advice. I've been feeling really confused and lonely for a while now. And I'm wondering how I can be more grounded and sure of myself when the world is so chaotic and I don't seem to fit in anywhere. Any help much appreciated. Thanks for all you do. Sincerely, sad in Santa Cruz man i'm I'm sorry sad in Santa Cruz, yeah, like, yeah. that sucks, and I totally get it. Um
1: I think a lot of us have been feeling that same way,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like, just where do we fit in? Um, Things do feel chaotic out there. And a lot has been shifting. But in those times of shift and change, there's a lot of opportunity. So I love this question. I love that you have the openness to, um, you know, and the willingness to just see what other possibilities are out there. And Hopefully, something that we share can uh, can support that, you yeah. know, just seeing some different options. Yeah. So, um, you got anything on that, Kairos?
1: Well, I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is just honoring where you are, you know, and just realizing, like, hey, it's not your fault that, you know, the people that you thought were your friends betrayed you and stabbed you in the back. And, um, well, I don't know if that's what happened to this person or not but <laughs> well you know, i mean i think so, Sad so,
0: didn't say that in so many words
1: okay <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm reading into it um yeah you know i mean it's been kind of shocking to realize that a lot of the people that we thought were our friends um were only our friends to the point where their popularity or social status was threatened and you know would gladly throw us under the bus for a chance to earn some more social credit points and also that just a lot of people are seriously retarded at this point in the evolution of the world so you know how do we find our new people i mean i i guess i what i would say is you got to work through the feelings about it that's that's the you know number one point you got to be able to feel your feelings and it feels like sad and santa cruz is already at that point of you know being able to start processing that and I believe that, you know, that if we are on our path, that if we're living our, doing our best to live our best life and be who we really are, there are going to be ups and downs and, and dips and turns. You know, it's not... Being here is not, like, for the faint of heart, especially at this time, you know? I mean, this is a monumental shift in kind of everything. So, you know, honoring where we are... Get The getting grounded part, I think, is really key. You know, getting yeah. grounded starts with your intention to get grounded and to do whatever it takes to ground back into your reality. You know, it reminds me of what Jason um, at Archaics talks about with um, the individual field. What's he call it?
0: The informed field. Yeah,
1: your individual informed field as opposed to the collective consciousness. And so I feel like, you know, the way to find your your new people is... By finding yourself and by really committing to living from your absolute integrity and your vision, and you know and that that's a huge process. I mean, you and I, Phoenix, have been working on that our much of our adult lives, right, and we still come to these places where it's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I was pretending to care about this thing that I don't care about, yeah, but yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, feeling through things and coming back to the center is really important. And also, like, there's so much crap that needs to get cleared out for us to even know what our center is, like, how, what our like how we want to set up our own fields, how we want to start to influence the field of creation, if we're filled up with other people's ideas about shit, other people's judgments, old trauma, all this other crap, then we're not, we, we are going to be confused. Like it makes perfect sense that we're confused because we're full of Stuff that's a lot of conflicting programs, conflicting ideas, uh, conflicting feelings. And the reason why it feels so overwhelming is because the vast majority, of, excuse me, the vast majority of it is not even ours. You know, so you'll never be able to figure out something that's not yours to figure out. You'll never be able to heal something that's not yours to heal. So the best thing we can do with all of that is just send it back to wherever it came from, right? We got to clear out the clutter so that we can remember who the fuck we really are, why we came here, you know? So what... Kairos was talking about in act one of, you know, having this really intense detox purge. And in that shitstorm, <laughs> he had the opportunity to to heal a lot of trauma that was really buried um in the body. And so every you know, shitstorm in life has the same kind of opportunity. When things feel chaotic, when things are, you know, feel unstable, that wh- whatever's getting triggered within us, whatever's coming up within us, is the thing is where our work is. And this is really the only work that matters. This is l- really the only thing that matters, you know, is like, it, sorting out, all of this biz, so that we can create what we came here to create.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the two things that, at this point, I've taken away from the shitstorm, uh, which actually was a band that or a song that my band wrote back in the day. Shitstorm. Yeah, it was pretty awesome, man. We, we we're gonna have a whole shitstorm EP. <laughs> um, but how we, did it
0: go? Come on. I,
1: I don't even remember. What? honestly. <laughs> It probably sounded kind of like Hellhole by uh, Spinal Tap. <laughs> we're living in a shitstorm. <laughs> Girl, get me back to my shitstorm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the two things that that kind of came out as beliefs that were being purged are, mm-hmm. you know, one of them is was the realization that pretty much all of the stuff that. Has been stuck in my body. That's not mine. W- w- was stuck there from me caring about what other people thought I should do or who other people thought I should be, you know, and trying to, for obvious reasons, right? Um, trying but trying to amend myself or change myself or change, you know, squelch myself squash myself, rein myself in so that I wouldn't hurt other people with my ebullience or my desires or whatever. So that was one is just like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to care about people who aren't worth my care because they're not going to give back. A lot of them may not even be people. They may be literal NPCs. Right. And a lot of the other, you know, and the other ones, I mean, Anybody who's a living soul who's going to interact with me and be able to show up and have a relationship, I can relate to that person. We may not like each other. We may part ways, right? But um, just giving all this care to people that don't deserve it and maybe even sometimes don't want it, right? Definitely aren't going to use it. And then the other thing was this belief of it doesn't matter what I do. It's always just going to be crushed in the end. I'm going to be crushed. I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going to be betrayed. And that has been my experience a lot in this life, but it's also not been my experience a lot, you know? So that was the thing that I saw really clearly. And I feel like, you know, the, the things that sad is in Santa Cruz is describing is like a real opportunity to get back to the basics of love, you know, get, get back to the basics of or, or fight your way back to the basics of who you are, why you came here, what you love, what brings you joy. And, you know, a lot of the people that would have been impediments to pursuing that path have just taken themselves out of the picture already. So great, you know. Yeah, there's sadness and and grief and betrayal and stuff to process, but now you've got this clear path to find what, what's meaningful to you. And then the last thing I'd say about that is, I really do believe that when we are aligned internally and we're full of ourselves, we're full of our soul, we're not full of other people's stuff, we are this beacon that radiates out and attracts the people, the things, the circumstances that we need to move forward. So, you know, I want to put some hope in there and hope that's based on on my experience and and I believe on the way reality works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple last thoughts to just tack on to the end of that. And that's um, that, you know, like I was saying in part one, the mindset is really key and we have to be tough. You know, we have to go in with this warrior spirit or at least a player. You know, we've been playing around with some of this um language of games, you know, like, are you a player character? Or are you a non player character? Some folks are sitting it out on this one, right? Some folks are like, I'm going to nail this level, and I'm going to go on to the next level. And so the mindset of do you want are you in it to win it? You know, or do you want to get? off this level and get to the next level. Are you sick of this level yet? You know, if you're really sick of this level, then you have to have that mindset that's like, I'm getting out of this level, right? And that that whatever that is for you, and everyone kind of has their own flavor for it. So you just have to figure out, you know, what that feels like for you that kind of get her done attitude. And then so along with that, Which is a little bit of like, you know, getting ready to throw down and like be challenged and be up for that challenge. The other side of that is that it's not really hard because you're an infinite being and this is actually fun for you. And so you can be kicking ass joyfully, and you can be, you know, purging energy and do it from a place of lightness, even if it's really intense, like soul excavation, you can maintain that lightness of um, the feather on the scale, right? Like, what is it? It's like your heart... On one side of the scale and the feather on the other side. I can't remember. I think, is it Mott who weighs the heart when you die in Egyptian religion?
1: <laughs> I, I can't know. remember. But can't... I know Santos Bonacci is going to be there um, watching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, if, you, if you're a hater, he's going to give oh, you a man. big thumbs down with yeah. Osiris. Um, <laughs> that was one of the best rants oh, ever. Yeah. Um, anyway... Um, Okay so what i wanted to say about the lightness is, so there's this there's this warrior spirit but with a lightness of heart that helps you to have the resiliency to keep going and and be able to to laugh at, oh. <laughs> oh, wow, I got, I totally bought into this "psyop" up bullshit again. I totally got distracted and got off my path rather than like, oh, fuck, you know, because really it's not a big deal to you as an infinite being. You just get back on that surfboard and ride it, you know, regardless of, of what the weather is. So the other thing I wanted to say that, that balances that warrior energy is, it's ease because you already know your purpose. You already know who you are. It's the easiest, most natural thing in the world. And you've just been playing this game, which is the collective matrix game of opposite. It, you've been being the not self to try to fit in with a world that's all upside down, inside out, Ask backwards. And actually, that's what's hard. Being not self is hard. Being yourself is actually so easy, that you've probably, you know, made it harder than what it really is, because it just seems so ridiculously simple. But that's, that's reality. That's you. And so I just, I want to just say i love you so much whoever you know sad in santa cruz and also anybody else who feels like you know these words are are for you i think these are words that we can all uh, benefit from right now at least some of them um so i hope that's helpful and i'm really grateful for the opportunity to share some of these reflections with you me too and I just want to say before we close that if anyone else has an advice question for us please uh feel free to send us a text send us an email leave a a comment on um our on our website we have a contact form yep. at the bottom of every page or yeah at yep. cosmicfire.org go check it out you yeah. can buy some of our recordings in the shop if you'd like to support us we've got some great guided meditations and healing tools and we really appreciate you tuning in and we hope to see you soon yeah thanks for listening
1: all right we'll catch you in a couple weeks for the January twenty
0: twenty three forecast. Oh yeah, that's gonna be epic. Yeah. We're gonna have to do the year in preview. (laughs) Oh right, I look forward to it.